Hey guys, welcome to Fusel Gaming with Micah and Jesse. Ah, and Red Dead. So, fun fact, she's angry right now. But she's legitimately named Red Dead. For you on the podcast, I'm, I'm holding a cat, by the way. <laughs> Being the awesome person that my wife is, loved Red Dead Redemption so much that she named her cat Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. It's a true story, real Fact. life stuff. Yeah. So uh, all the more excitement to talk about yeah. our topic today, which is Red Dead Redemption 2, which is uh, finally here. Yeah, finally, and I've put probably about 40 or 50 hours into it. Not quite done, but... Um, but before we start that, what have you been up to this week? Um, you know, this week I haven't been doing much gaming. Um, did play a little bit of Neo, but got frustrated. Oh yeah, and stopped. Stopped um, just because. Uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. Spend more time doing other stuff for the podcast. Yeah, but uh, but just started downloading downloading Red Dead Redemption two yesterday. Um, so it'll be all downloaded really soon. For those of you listening in, I have not actually played Red Dead Redemption except for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and, today. Uh, yeah, today, yeah. just to get a little feel for it. So the conversation will be based, you know, kind of from that perspective. Yeah, but and hope, hopefully that'll, yeah, make some good conversation with, you know, from, yeah, just coming from someone who hasn't played the game, ask questions for what kind of mechanics or whatever in the game. Yeah. That's kind of our goal for for that, so... Yeah, uh, what have you been up to, actually, I guess, well, besides yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2? Anything? Um, not really. Uh, I've been basically just playing that. Um, planning on playing God of War soon once I mm. beat Red Dead. But, you know, that'll that'll come with... Uh, I have to figure out a way to download it because I don't have internet at my house right now still. So, but, yeah, but, so I'll have to bring it over here. But anyways, I guess we'll go ahead and jump in. Yeah. Um, I guess first I'll just give you first impressions. And just like starting up to the game, it was very, I don't know, I guess a bit exceeded my expectations. Like just for like the set piece and is how well it was presented. And I know it was instantly hooked. Like I instantly wanted to just keep playing. And I think that's obviously a really good thing when when you first play a video game, especially when you, um, like, especially with Red Dead Redemption 2, the hype levels for me were pretty high up there because I played Red Dead Redemption, uh, the first game, for the first time this year. And so the second one was coming out. I was really excited, and there was never a moment, like, even especially in the beginning, I guess, where I was like, you know, like, oh, this is kind of slow. But the game is slow, but in a engaging dialogue way though which mm. which is which is great but um but anyways i guess first thing we'll start off with is um the graphics and just just kind of you know talk about you know like facial animation stuff like that what stuck out to me and i guess a lot of it was just um it just seemed so authentic and like the the voice acting was just amazing and um a good thing that I, I really liked was facial animations. It really brought out the characters and all that kind of stuff, just and just brought the story to life. Um, yeah, the the uh, from the little bit you know 
the tiny bit that I saw there in the beginning, like the first 10 minutes. So it was the, one of the first things that jumped out to me. Yeah. <clears throat> was uh, that like that speech. Oh, yeah. In the building. And when he's like, I, I have to semi sort of quote it, but I, I'm not doing it correctly. But he's like, all right, everybody, li- listen up now. Listen up. Like, and there's so I, much, but the way he says it, there's the, so much emotion and, yeah. and the facial animation matches it. And it's like, um, it's chill worthy. It's, go, it's goosebump oh, yeah. worthy. And, and like the, and not only in facial animations, I guess I should also say the way that, you know, body movement, when like what, what he's doing with his hands and stuff really makes, makes it engaging. Like you're watching a movie. It's like there's some people, you know, like the like they hate watching games because it's it's like yeah, sure the gameplay is fun, but watching stuff isn't fun. But this game, it does that kind of stuff so well and just the little things that it's like you're engaged in those and those short cut scenes and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. it's great. I think they they nail it. Um another thing is that I I really liked with um, the graphics was just like, well, in the beginning, like, you know, like there, you're like on this snowy mountain and there's snow tessellation. And so like you're <clears throat> on your horse walking through all this snow and it's leaving indents of everywhere you're going and it stays there. I mean, I've never noticed the prints that like had gone away from like, like, and that's how long they stayed. Like, I was never went back and like, oh, my footprints disappeared. Yeah, there is, I never noticed that, and that's yeah. I feel like something that keeps you immersed so much. And like something when you're first playing, you're like, that is awesome. But then as you're playing through the game, it's you know, you're like you're expecting it, but it helps you in the end game too, like to be that much more invested and stuff. And the same thing goes with mud, like mud. You know, like you're driving a wagon through a town after it's rained or something and there's uh, mud tracks going through it and like puddles of water. And one cool thing I noticed with wagons and stuff is like there's like low spots, like even like after a long time after it rained where there's like mud and stuff. So you're going along and there's no mud and then they're like go through this low spot and there's mud and it'll leave deep ruts in the mud. Mm. And like, and then you come <laughs> out of the, and then you just on like right, like dry dirt and like it, takes that into account that is really cool i like that a lot just just it's those a, little details it's a new level of um of immersion it's a new level of like mm-hmm. enjoyment that you can have in a game and i i'm so stoked to play it like super stoked to play it but i, I will say like that's the same exact feeling i had playing god of war yeah and you don't really know well the snow tessellation you definitely notice but then there's one part in the game where, um, you know, you get up like on this high mountain and there's tons of snow and then you really notice it. Like it's noticeable throughout the game, but it's just like those little things are becoming more and more of a staple. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it sounds so minuscule, but it's huge. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, like there's so many games that are still coming out that don't do those things. Mm-hmm. And... Not that it's something I look at it and I'm like, well, oh, really? This game's not doing that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, like you, you, you see it and, and you just keep playing the game. But I don't know. I guess I've, I've never seen a game do it to this level. Mm-hmm. And when, and you can see why it takes or why it took them seven years to develop this game or however long it was in development. But you can tell that they obviously used every bit of their time extremely wisely in the development and it is just 
is just really cool. Yeah. And I guess I could talk about some of like the dynamic weather talking about, you know, like the mud tessellation mm-hmm. stuff. And I, it's, it's so cool. Instead of just like all of a sudden rain's just falling or something like that, you'll actually see clouds off in the distance and like, like dark clouds. And then eventually the rain gets to you. And like, you know, sometimes it's, it doesn't rain as much as other times. It's mm-hmm. like a light rain, but there will be pools of water in the ground and stuff that will start to come up. And then even after it rains, you know, like I said, there'll be mud and stuff and it'll collect on your wagon wheels or mm-hmm. your horse. Really re- just, yeah, uh, just amazing dynamic weather in that game. Yeah. Really good. Um, and it just plays into how alive this world is. I have, it's just crazy to me you know, like and like one little nitpick and i hate even saying because like it's not that bad like not like assassin's creed odyssey where there's animals everywhere mm-hmm. there are a lot of animals but it's really? not to the point where you're like like assassin's creed where, you, where you're literally running into deer and elk and stuff well in one area there's warthogs and there's deer or and there's only bull elk sorry there's warthogs right. only bull elk <laughs> And like wolves as well on a bear, like that. That it's like one of those paintings you see when you go to a thrift shop of like all the animals. Of yeah, the area. All the animal <laughs> and they're kingdom. all like, yeah, yeah. And they're all like right next to each other. Yeah, but no. So that's, I mean, that's good to hear. Yeah, and one thing about it is, um, like, there's usually animals dedicated to certain areas. So you'll have, you know, your um, you know, like your place where like there's going to be mainly deer there. There's also going to be other stuff there too. Mm-hmm. But um, but if you're going to specifically like hunt a deer or something, there are only in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of getting on a little off topic, I guess. But just like going, but just more into about how alive the world is. Um, just like those little details. Like I don't know. I guess there's so many little things that it almost sounds stupid to to name them all off too. Yeah, but that just go ahead. That just add to it. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I don't really know what else to say about it. It's just like, I, I guess lighting is a huge thing that adds to the immersion and stuff in that game too, is it, the lighting is on another level as far as games that have come out this generation, you know, mm-hmm. games have done it really well, like uncharted for usually first party titles, mm-hmm. but the, for, for a third party game, it's it is above and beyond anything else in my opinion really really good i know it just makes me excited to experience more of it but like in that first little section even the lighting affecting um you know there's plumes of snow coming in you can see the snow right next to you you can see the snow that's being affected by the lantern that you're holding as it's falling and then uh you know of course all the lighting um and the shadows Based yeah, off, and it looks like the shadows feel like they're coming from a flame, not just a light source. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a stagnant light source where there's like there there's a flame in there, but it's just like but it's just a light like yeah. in there like and well, like the flame's not doing anything. It seems like the flame in the game is actually what is casting the light. Mm-hmm. And, and it, yeah, the that that light source then also from just like the sun and the moon affecting as that snow was falling. Um, uh, you can see the thickness of the snowfall. Yeah. It comes in plumes. It's not just snow. So if you're looking at a tree, you're going to see more of that tree for a minute. And then uh, 
all of a sudden it's going to be like kind of clouded out just by, and I, it sounds very minuscule, but when you see it, it's just something that makes it feel even more real and alive. Yeah. Like really real. If you've been well, in a snowstorm like that, that, that is the way that it is. Yeah. And I feel like there, a lot of games will do stuff like that. You know, they'll be like, they'll go into extreme into attention to detail mm-hmm. with stuff like that. But it's very obvious that they're lacking in other areas. Mm-hmm. And not that it, it makes the game bad, like like I was saying before, but it has that immersion break. But it seems like with Red Dead Redemption, they were like, well, if we're going to make snow do this, we have to make mud do this. Or if we're going to, you know, and, and that just kind of goes for everything. It's just like, it was like a, well, I know we're talking about snow, but a snowball effect. And, <laughs> and they were just like, like they just figured out everything that they wanted to do that would, that would bring the game together without being noticing huge things like, oh, well, if they did that, why didn't they do that? They just took all of that into account. And they're like, we're going to, because, I mean, they have enough money to where they can have as much development time as they want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what they did. And I think it paid off. There's huge. no there's no um, attempting to just give you a, a shock and awe value towards the beginning to pull you in. Right. It's something that, no, this is the way it is. Yeah, And this exactly. is what you're going to be experiencing through the whole yeah. thing. It's yeah, not and, like yeah. the, you know, the trailer that isn't in game graphics or anything. It's yeah. not like the shock and awe. It's like, this is... This is how it is. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's a really good point, actually, because there's so many games where I like how they'll do like a stress test, like a, a performance stress test, and it's almost always at the beginning of the game because they're always trying to impress people with those, the, with like their new um, updated engine or whatever. But like it's like that, and it runs well, and it's like that the entire game, and it's just and like you know and like even like fog and stuff like that. It's just it makes it makes you know going through a swamp or something that more eerie or whatever it always just sets the tone when you're in a different biome kind of place you feel like you're in a different part of that of of the place or i can't i guess i don't know what it's actually called and but there's just like different like states i guess they are okay so there's just different locate areas yeah, of the map and, yeah and okay. it, they just each I just feel like they do such a good job of being like oh i'm in a mountainous like kind of tundra ish like place and then you go down and then you're kind of in like some plains like rolling hills and be how they do the lighting and like and everything it just it does make you feel and just like you're in a different place i guess because there's a lot of games where like you're like oh yeah i'm in now i'm on the snow map or whatever but like but you don't have like a a really strong feeling of like you're in a different place Mm -hmm. you just feel like oh this but that other place is just right over there I always felt like I was in a new area and it was interesting to explore. And that was awesome to me. Yeah. I I really liked that. But um yeah, I guess we'll kind of talk about the story a little bit too. Um this will kind of play into how alive the world is too. So I guess I'll kind of talk about some of the side quests first and just how those kind of work in with with how the world works and stuff. Yeah. Um, so like you'll be, say you can just be going in between like, uh, like two cities and you'll, you know, there'll be like a stranger activity, which is just like, you know, a question mark or whatever. And you can go there. Um, and it's just like, you know, it seems like, like in the old Red Dead Redemption, it seemed like you were just kind of like picking up like a little fetch quest or something like that. But Mm -hmm. these are like full on quests that you can just like kind of stumble on. And then it kind of develops into this big 
like story, not like like a crazy like eight hour mission or anything like that, but but like stuff that's truly interesting with good writing and interesting characters for just something that's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that makes that that just complements the graphics, I think. And I think they they realized that they could do that with with um, what they were doing and they took advantage of it. And it just makes it feel so much more fun to not fast travel. Every like almost every game I play, I'm like like you know like Skyrim or um, The Witcher Three stuff like that. I'm like, oh uh, yeah, obviously I'm gonna fast travel there because right. like I don't I don't want to just like take my horse back and forth. But yeah. with Red Dead Redemption Two, that's like you're like, well I want to see what kind of quest is waiting for me in between this city and this city, and. It's, I don't know, I guess they kind of figured out a way to remedy that. And, like, there is a fast travel in the game. It's limited, but I think I used it, like, four or five times in, like, yeah. the 40, 50 hours I played. Mm-hmm. Which, I a time I, for 10 hours. One, <laughs> one time for every 10 hours. Yeah, basically. <laughs> which, which that's that's good, in my opinion, that, like, right. the, that they've remedied that, uh, that part of, like, an open-world game where... Mm. They're like, what what can we do to make this interesting? And I feel like, you know, games like um, Kingdom Come Deliverance kind of had their own twist on, like, fast travel and stuff to make it more interesting. But Something like but that like, just got annoying, though. You yeah, it, it, it was. But, like, and, like, the you know, they're just trying to think, oh, how could we make this this fun without, you know, I, I don't know, it's just, like, ruining the system or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption says let's, Let's make it fun, even if, like, let's say you haven't discovered a location, you can't fast travel there. Let's make it fun for this person to go there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always an opportunity in that game to have fun, mm-hmm. and it's it, and that's why it took like it took me, you know, fifty hours to even get where I am. Like, I'm close to the end. I'm really close, but there's some like whenever I get a new game, I, I um, play the main story basically as fast as I can. And then, like, I want to go back, and I want to like experience more of the side missions. I always do side missions, like you know, in open world games. But there was something about Red Dead Redemption Two where I was going out of my way to, to side do missions. side quests, and it was never overbearing to me. Like, I don't know. I guess just the the way it was presented, like, and and kind of kind of like your typical rock star questing where. You're, um, you know, you finish a main a quest and then, you know, one or two side quests kind of pop up like, oh, so-and-so wants to talk to you or, yeah. or like a stranger question mark. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but I, I don't know. It's just really, uh, yeah. I get the, I get the impression from the little I've seen, what we've talked about and what you're saying now and what my other friends have said about this too, is that it's just like, it's a game that is more of not just an adult game, but like things that an adult would appreciate, like yeah. the immersiveness, the cinematic qualities, the writing, the dialogue. It sounds like it's immense and that there's so much to it, yet it's all very well done. Like a writer who would write a really well, uh, a really good movie. Yeah. And that's, exactly what i got from you know the the scenes where there was a lot of dialogue i never felt like 
it was video game dialogue. Mm-hmm. It never felt like that to me. It felt like I someone had made this scene to be watchable and to really enjoy it, and it was really, really good for that game. I, I guess, awesome, and I guess man. like they were they weren't trying to cater to a, a wide audience like some games do. They were like, this game is for adults, and we're going to make it like seem like you know interesting for an adult to watch or yeah. play. And it totally changes the and, feel of the game. Oh, see, that's so good. God of War was that way. And also another thing that I do appreciate, I mean, to take to take an adult game and make it really good without watering it down with like tons of unnecessary sexual content as well. Yeah. Like it sounds like Rockstar Games like really took the time to dump a lot of that energy into like to more other. like deep quality. Yeah. And I like I appreciate that personally. Yeah. yeah, it's not like Grand Theft Auto where there's prostitutes everywhere and you can, you know, pay them and do your thing. It's right. not like, like there's I there was never a point where I was where, where that there was like that that pointlessness. It's like like there I don't know, like I, I realize people like 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 some of that aspect, just like the feel of a rock star game. You know, right. you're like this badass, I'm gonna go pay for a hooker or whatever. But like I this game did, like it didn't make you want to do that it, right. it made you invested in what was important you like, you care, in the game yeah, you care so much about like i'm just excited to play but like you care enough about like the characters and the things that are going on where it's just like got a depth to it like real life yeah like, yeah exactly life. and yeah i just yeah I, I i think with all of that just like with the the world everything that they did with the graphics and how many animals there are and stuff and and like the variety of animals with uh, the more questing, than just bull elk more than just bull elk, elk too but i just <laughs> yeah i don't know it, it's very very fun um one thing about the quests that i really liked is like say you're going from let's say you're going from one city to another city and um and then someone's like oh we need to go back to to camp where we we were just at to you know grab so and so to see what he wants it, that's just an example mm-hmm. but they know when to let you take control and when like they take the reins <laughs> the horse no. reference <laughs> I actually had that written down Did you? yeah <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> but, um, but uh, no I but it was really cool because there was li- like almost every time where they were like all right well let's head back to camp or something like that I would be like man, I don't really want to ride my horse all the way back. And what would happen is you would like, you would start riding out of the town and then it would go into a cutscene of you riding out of the town. And then like, there'd be a, like a five, 10 second loading screen of like the sky, like uh, during whatever time of day it is. And then it goes into where you're coming into camp. There was never a time where I'm just like, oh, now I have to go all the way back Mm -hmm. because every open world game has that. Everyone does. And they know exactly when, they when you when you need control and when you need when it just needs to like be cut and dry and just that's awesome and also yeah. that that your modes of transportation aren't like um you know stupidly fast like you can't i mean are, can you just like take a wagon and just like go like unrealistically fast in it no yeah. i i don't i wouldn't or say on your so horse or anything because i think of that like with assassin's creed like you get in a boat and you can go like 50 miles an hour oh yeah it's not like, like no or um, like you yeah, know that because you thing. know your your horse has stamina and stuff like that and um 
I just, I, like, I feel like it's very well balanced. And that's something we'll, we'll kind of get into a little bit later for as far as, like, the traveling system mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like yeah, that for fast good. travel. Um, but, but yeah, like, I, but I think I, I can't stress enough how, how crazy it is, how they, it's almost like they're reading your minds with, like, when, you know, like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, oh, yeah, transition. We're at, we're at your location now. And it just, it's, it's just really fun. And, and it, it turns, made, it turns out they are actually reading your mind. Yeah, just seriously. Just well, like, it's Rockstar. There's, then, an, sure ex- they there's are. an extent. Yeah. It's part of me now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, so another thing we can talk about is just kind of like the, um, the upgrades and stuff for um, Arthur's stuff. It kind of, it kind of plays into some of the hunting and stuff and you need to get certain, um, certain pelts or whatever that. And with there being so many animals, there's so many different animals you need to hunt to make these things. Um, like you can upgrade a satchel so you can hold more ammo and stuff like that, which is really, really cool. Like, it's like you can hold, go from like holding 150 bullets in each gun to like 300. You can just, uh, there is That's never a, a problem with ammo in that game. And it's, I guess they're, Usually isn't with Rockstar games. <laughs> like with right. Theft Auto, you can hold like thousands of rounds right. of ammo in that yeah. game. But um, but yeah, and then you know, like you can hold more food and stuff like that, and that kind of plays in also to like your horse and how you can like buy better saddles, and that'll you know depending on like how good it is, it'll like either drain your health core or the horse's like stamina core and stuff like that. Which I guess I that's another thing that. I guess we need to talk about too is, um, is that system, but, but we'll get into that once we, um, talk about some more of like the upgrades and stuff, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, lots of upgrades you can get for your horse and for Arthur's bags and stuff like that. And then there's, and I don't know, it kind of reminds me of on a smaller scale in a way, but of, uh, Assassin's Creed twos where we can like build your, um, like that city, thing back or no it was brotherhood i mean i think it was, is what it was and you can uh-huh. like build rome back up and get and stuff and like it kind of reminds me of that but it's it's um only centered around your camp so right. you can like um people will donate money to the camp to upgrade it and stuff like that and um if you but if you like end up putting in a lot of money to the camp and you upgrade like the housing and stuff like that, or you can, you know, get like, like real canvas tents and better food and all that kind of stuff, then people will be more likely to donate also to get more money so you can get more upgrades. Is, um, what are the benefits to an upgraded camp? Um, some of them are like, um, like the tents will like, will make, like people is like happier basically, um, and like what well, it says, you'll make the make them happier, more comfortable, so they donate more money. Um, uh, one of the upgrades is actually like uh, it's a, you can build a map, and that's like your fast travel. So when you're at your camp, you can go to your section of like like where you stay and go to the map and activate it, and then anywhere you've well, almost anywhere you've discovered, you can you know you can go and <clears throat> fast travel there. So it is limited in that way. You can't just be like out in the middle of nowhere and just be like, oh, I want a fast travel. Right. Which yeah, is really that cool. makes sense. Um, but yeah, but stuff like that. Um, so I, I guess there's not much of like a... 
A lot of it's visual, I should say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most um, of it's cosmetic. There, gotcha. Yeah, because there, there's stuff like you can put like some kind of pelt or something on like a chair and like just you gotta, I guess just kind of make it look cooler. Like, yeah. And those things you you do have to go out and go hunting for. And with like, and if you want to upgrade that, you That's can't. So cool. Yeah, and you can't. Yeah, <laughs> the thing I like about it too is like in so many other hunting like our games where there is hunting, you know, like you're like, oh, I need a deer pelt, so you got and you just destroy a deer with like a million bullets, so that and then it's dead, and you're like, all right, I got this skin, this will work. <laughs> in this game, you had there's like pelts that are poor. I think there's like three stages, it's like a like a really bad pelt, and then like a medium one, and then there's like a good pelt. Or that's perfect. depending and, on how you shoot it. Yeah, and like like certain animals have like certain vital spots that are you know like uh, like or you should use like either like a bow with them or um or like there's like the varmint rifle which is just like a pump action twenty two which is pretty cool Ooh. and so those are for like squirrels and stuff. Yeah. Um, I I didn't have I was trying to get through some of the the quests and the main story, so I, I unfortunately I didn't get to right. mess yeah, around yeah, with that yeah, as much. Yeah, yeah. That's something I plan on doing, uh, maybe while God of War's downloading for four days. <laughs> but <laughs> right. but but yeah, that's that's something I definitely want to get more into is doing like all the upgrades and stuff like that. Can you go fishing? Yes, there is a, a fishing mini game, and it's like, like it's it's game. really fun. I mean, it's yeah. it's. Yeah, it's a mini game, yeah. but it's really fun. Like you know, oh, like cool. you use you can use certain types of baits and stuff like that. And like it's those kinds of things that make me feel like it's not a mini game. It's like, like the you know, like just using being able to use different baits for different kinds of fish. Yeah, and fish that like I've I've tried to catch before too. Like there's like a big mouth bass or something like that, yeah. and just stuff we've seen around here. But, but yeah, that was, that was, I didn't do a lot of fishing either, but I, you know, there's a few missions where you, you know, side missions where you can, you know, take somebody out and, or whatever. And it is fun, but. Let me teach you how to go fishing. Boy. Boy, get over here. I'm going to teach you how to bait a hook. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, I guess another thing we can talk about really quick is the different kinds of animals um, that are in the game. They're like. I know Rockstar tweeted and they were showing side-by-side comparisons of all the animals that were in Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And the numbers are, like, not even comparable. Like, I I can't remember. uh, I wish I would have saved it. But, like, the four, Red Dead Redemption 1, it seems like there's, like, 30-something animals or something like that. And in Red Dead Redemption 2, there's, like over a hundred or so or maybe even i th- maybe even over 200 i can't remember yeah. but different types of animals and you know that all ranges from like squirrels um like rabbits rats and stuff like that but and then going all the way to like grizzly bears and horses and it's just I'm, it's really cool because it make it does make the world feel more more alive they don't have to put as many you know, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you don't have to put like a whole bunch of deer and other animals to make it feel like lusters. And that's what makes the different biomes feel different too, is because certain animals are in certain areas. Right. That's the end. Okay, but, so yeah. And real quick, um uh biomes are like different counties of the Basically. map. And the map is like a state. Yeah, is that, that that's what, what it is. Yeah, and okay. like it, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody could like say in the comments what it really is because Rockstar games always kind of do that. 
Yeah. Like, you know, like Grand Theft Auto Five is set in California, but it's like a fictional um, L.A. or right. whatever. I think it's fictional L.A. Uh, yeah, but sure. but it's like that, but I'm not sure where it's supposed to be set. Right. But, okay, cool. But yeah, but like each each like section of the map usually ha- has like its its own special like animals and stuff for the most part. You know, yeah. sometimes you'll you'll obviously see deer in multiple of those places. But but yeah, it's um I really like that though. And with the horses, there's I think they said 18 different breeds of horses and each of them have their own specific set of traits and stuff. Like one has really good stamina because it's like a workhorse and its its legs are really thick and burly and mm-hmm. like like a, like a Skyrim horse or something like that. <laughs> and um, and then there'll be like uh, like an Arabian horse and it has like skinny, a skinnier body and skinnier legs and it's really quick and has better handling. Right. And it's, all these horses have these different attributes. And it just like, it made me want to get more horses. Like mm-hmm. I spent a stupid amount of money on different horses. Really? I didn't get the chance to break any horses. Yeah. I, I was hoping I could do that. But like, I, I just got so caught up in the story, honestly, that I was just, I was very invested in the side quests of the yeah. main story. So on the topic of horses, I've seen a couple trophies pop from um, friends who are playing uh, of reached maximum, um, like... Oh, bond. Bonding level, yeah. Yeah. With a horse. So yeah, so, like- yeah, when you when you buy a new horse or you break a horse and then, like, you make it yours or you steal one, mm-hmm. um, the more you use it, the more your bond raises with it. it and, let's, and you can do things to make that go a little bit quicker, too. So, let's say um, there's, like, uh, they get skittish when, like, predators are around and stuff. So, you'll be, um, you know just going down a road, like a mountain road, and there'll be like a mountain line or something like that. And um, the horse will kind of like, you know, start moving its head and stuff. And you click a button to like calm it and be like, oh, no, you're all right, boy, or you're all right, girl. Because he he also says boy or girl, depending on if mm-hmm. you're the, the sex of your horse, which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. But um, and then like you'll see like a little plus with like a horse head um, next to it. And that means that you raised your level a little bit with gotcha. with doing that. And, like, and bonding level effects what it affects your horse's stamina and its health um oh there's it seems like there's one other thing stamina health and and there i guess there's some other you know some perks and stuff that come with increasing the the bond that you have with your horse so like once you get to level three i think it is because there's four levels that you can of bonding that you can get up and like if you hold down R1 and X and push them at the same time when you're like running really fast, you'll like do like a drift and like your horse will like put its hand legs down and you'll kind of like oh, oh, yeah. go around corners really sharp and stuff. Nice. It's pretty cool. <laughs> or like there's one. I don't really know what the point of it is. I think it might just be for screenshots probably. Yeah. But like you hold R1, I think it is, and press square and your horse will like rear up and be like Rrr. pretty epic. Nice. But, but yeah, I don't I don't know what it's for. I wonder if you can like scare predators with that or anything. You might be able to, or like I don't know if maybe you can kick somebody with your horse. That'd be kind of cool. But but yeah, nice. it's one thing with horses that it's it's funny and it, it is cool, but sometimes it can be the death of you. Where like like for example, I was. Um, I was traveling and this, this lady's like on the side of the road. She's like, oh, my ankle, sir, can you please help me? And you go over there. And like, 
I didn't want to deal with her because I was I was doing I was like wanted to go do this story mission, mm. and so she like brings out her gun and she's and she's like all pissed off at me and starts shooting me. So and like some of her friends are coming out of the woods to shoot me too. So I like get on my horse really fast and I turn around and like so like my, my horse is facing towards this like the screen like facing towards me so I can't see I'm running and I was yeah. just gonna bring my camera around. And I run into a tree and my I go flying off my horse and my horse like falls over and it's like flipped over and the horse has to like get up before uh, you can get back on your horse. But so like it does add this level of like scariness when you're being chased through woods and stuff too. Makes sense. Which yeah. is really, really cool. So like if you're being stupid, you can just like really have a bad day. Yeah. I've died a lot that way. But I actually saw this video of this guy, he's, like, collecting this bounty. He, like, went and got to this bounty poster, and, like, he's going after the guy, and the guy, he's like, ha, you're not gonna be able to catch me, and jumps on his horse, and he he starts taking off, and there's this horse sitting right in the road, and he hits it, and the guy, the horse falls, and the guy goes flying, and the the character, Arthur, goes up there and hog ties and gets the bounty. <laughs> it's hilarious. But, like, and that, like, the physics of that are so hilarious because yeah. like a realistic but hilarious yeah and sense. that's another thing about that game that does really well is like everything feels like it has weight like there's the, no ragdoll what's that there's no ragdoll it, it's ragdoll but it's like but, but it's yeah good yeah. like it's, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, battlefield yeah. or something <laughs> where like everything like it's just like I don't know, like puppets, basically, mm-hmm. like or yeah, or where a body is dead and therefore it weighs one pound. Yeah, you exactly. Walk up, you walk up to it, it's like you barely touch it, like, <laughs> like <laughs> shove it like six feet. No, it's it's not like that, which which is good, but yeah, um, but yeah, that is, uh, but yeah, different horses and stuff like with the different breeds, something that really stuck out to me. Um, one thing I guess we didn't expand on very much though was the the health course and stuff like that, which you you're not familiar with that with the health right. and stuff in that. I don't so so basically, and a lot of people think it's tedious. I kind of liked it, but I can see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Basically, what it is is like you have your health bar which is like a circle around a heart and then the heart inside is like um when it's all the way full that is like is like your health core is all the way full when your health core is down your health goes down faster so in order to keep your health core up you have to eat food and stuff like that and same goes for your stamina and your dead eye gotcha um which I, which I don't know, like there are some times where it's like I didn't have the right kind of food to get like just my stamina up or just my health up. Like I'd add a, a health potion. I say health potion. I think it's called elixirs in that game. But, um, but like, you know, you'd have a health potion where it brings up all three, but like all like two out of the three of your health cores are full, but you just want to fill up your stamina. Mm. You know, stuff like that where it's like, I don't want to use that, but it's something you can be prepared for, but. Yeah. It you know, you just kind of have to get used to it. Yeah. But so um what's like the um like life expectancy for eating food? Like how long is it going to last to help your health core? Is it like Um I this says how long you have left in the, like if you go to like your character and like like you press the start and like like your, you know, pause menu comes up, you go to like player or something like that and it'll say oh your health core is at 74% and that'll give you 
119 minutes or something like that, or like 74 oh. minutes, so, or, or I can't remember what the ratio is. Yeah. But but like that way, you you can go to your settings and like kind of like judge it off that. But it still I, feels I playable, really. like not like oh, I didn't eat my can of food before I did this. Yeah, it was it wasn't really that bad. I mean, there was definitely some times where it. It kind of felt like that where I was just like, uh, okay, well, if I would have known that this little stranger mission was going to go into this huge mission, yeah. like I would have gone to the, like, like a general store and bought some like cans of beans or something like that. Right. So, so I, and, and I can't, I can see how people thought it was tedious and they didn't really like it that much, but you know, it's it's still fun. It's not like it's like hindering the game. I think it it does enhance it, but it doesn't take away from the yeah. experience. It's it's nothing like that. And like you know, you can um, if you're in the middle of nowhere and you don't and you or you don't have money from paying off your bounties or whatever, then then you can you know shoot a deer or something like that, skin it, and then um, take the meat off it, and you can cook it. And then huh. you can, because you can set up a camp like pretty much anywhere to like restore your health cores, do some crafting. Uh, um, so yeah, there's, I know, and it, as, I know, I guess it seems like we're we're kind of jumbled with what we're talking about, but there's so many things that lead into yeah. other things. It's Makes it's sense. kind of hard to stay on track, but I hope hope we're doing okay. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, if you stuck with us this long, yeah, if if you're already here, <laughs> then thank you. Um, Agreed. <laughs> but um. Uh, another thing I think is extremely interesting about about uh, Red Dead Redemption is the bounty system. And I will definitely, I may not be able to tell you exactly how it works because it's it's pretty in-depth. But, like, if you are, like, say you go into a town and um, you don't, like, or, like, you have, let's say you, like, have your mask on and you go in and you want to, like, like, rob, a, you know, like a gunsmith or something like that. You can do that, but like because of the clothes you're wearing, you know you'll still get a bounty. But even with um, getting like like so say you run away um, and you have you have a bounty, you can go and change your clothes and like change your hat. Like if you if you leave certain pieces of clothing on that you um, wore during the robbery, even mm-hmm. if it's just a shirt or something like that, but you have a different coat, pants and vest and stuff like, mm-hmm. like it's, it adds to the possibility of you being found out or being noticed by the locals or, or the cops or something like that. But it, but like having different pieces of like clothing yeah. <clears throat> still helps switch. And you can even take it a step further and get a, and get a different horse and stuff too. And like different, uh, and which it's just really cool. And then like if all also, you can like uh, if you have a lot of facial hair, like and you rob rob something, then you can shave, get a haircut, and people will be even less likely to notice you. So you can have a a decent sized bounty on your head, but you can basically, it, it's not necessary to pay you know the hundred dollars or whatever it is to for whatever you did. Right, because it also sounds like from what you've told me that money is very hard to come by. It. It is, um, I feel like that, like, that was a a major thing for me in, like, in the beginning of the game. Um, I'm trying to, I don't want to, I know, I want to just talk about spoilers so bad, I just want to talk about the game, but I know I can't (laughs) do that, but, yeah, like, but in the beginning of the game, it was kind of hard to get some money, and it's, it's not like you can just, you know, like, eventually just go blow all your money 
and just and just and still have like thousands of dollars left over. It's you still have to like watch it. You can do things. You you could like obviously like you know do a ton of bounty posters and save up a lot of money too. Mm. But uh, but like it was never a, a thing where I was like, man, I just want this gun like so bad, and like I just was never able to get it. I I never had that. So there's no like ridiculous like ten thousand dollar price tag items no, or anything like that. N- not in no, I I didn't see anything like that. I kind of um, like that. Yeah, yeah, I I do too, and like. I'm. I know, but I'm sure there'll be stuff like that in the online because you know you look that at mean, like yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five online, yeah, and sense. there's things that are like millions upon millions of dollars. And if you were to just like play the game, I know it's just such a grind. And I know it's going to turn into that. And people like that about Rockstar. I feel like, and and I'm de- I'm definitely planning on playing the online for Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm. I guess I'm trying to think of. What else there is? I guess we haven't talked about main story missions. This is true. Um, we talked about like you know the side quests and how those play into like how alive the world is. Um, well, I guess like as far as story, um, and we won't have any spoilers. For yeah, I mean, now. yeah, I mean nothing of. I I mean I don't even have any spoilers to give away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 even still. Um, so with the story. I guess when you're playing the story, it's not like that's most of what you did. What things jumped out at you that felt unique or things that you absolutely loved about the way Red Dead Redemption 2 stories go stories goes compared to other games that you played? I I think something it does better than a lot of games and something that I loved was the character building, not character creation. There's right. not that in the game. Right. But just like each individual character, you know, that's like in your gang is like, like I felt you feel like you get to know everybody in your, um, in your gang. It's, it's, I don't know. I guess it's just fun to like, you know, like do side quests and, you know, you have those little conversations on the way to like a fishing hole or if you're hunting with somebody, you, um, there's just like adds that bit of personal, connection with all the characters and all of them were interesting even the characters that i really i didn't like them like as like like i know it sounds funny because they're they're a video game character but like as a person i did not like them well but that speaks also to how well they exactly and you know like 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 oh well this person is like like uh you know she's just annoying like i i can't stand i can't stand like that or something but but it's done well, yeah. I guess is what is what I'm trying to say. And like, yeah, that makes sense. I I think compared to a lot of games and even Rockstar games, and I feel like Rockstar has done a pretty good job in the past of that. But Red Dead Redemption is on a whole new level with with how you care about these people and just because <laughs> it sounds like it's not. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt, oh, no, no. but really quick upon that subject, it sounds like the character building isn't just with, like, one or two main characters. It sounds like there's a pretty large expanse yeah, of characters. And exactly. And, like, it's something that I think a movie could never do because, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's some of these characters you spend, like, a few hours with each one of these characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, with a movie 
or even a TV series, like like even let's just say use Lord of the Rings for example. There's about nine hours worth of material there, and you do get a connection That's with amazing. <laughs> but like you do get like you know the, obviously that personal connection with Frodo and like Sam and that relationship that they have. But on the scale of like Red Dead Redemption, even like side quest characters where. It's just like you're like you're like oh I want to know more about that person. Yeah. Like, and a good example is like there is this, um, it's it's all a side quest. And if if you guys don't want to like like some simple side quest spoiled, then um, probably gonna want to stop listening for a little while. But it's it's nothing to do with the main story. But there's this time when you go into Saint Denis, and which is one of the cities in there in the game, and you <clears throat> you see that there's this question mark in this bar. And you walk in there, and the guy's like, "Oh, this guy's all drunk. He's French. He's like, hey, friend, why don't you buy me a drink?'" And and you're like, "Okay, why not?" And so, so you buy him a drink, and he's talking about how he's like an artist and stuff. And you just have like probably this four minute conversation with this total stranger in this game. You have no reason to be interested in him and like and the whole time i'm just sitting there listening and i'm enjoying having this conversation with this person and then the guy and then your character arthur morgan after a while he's like all right partner well i'll uh, see you around or something like that and you and you just leave yeah and that's you just have this interaction with this person that you've like and like i just like i loved it and like it really stuck out to me and then I play the game for hours and hours, and then this other question mark comes up, and it's a quest that's involved with that guy that you met at the saloon, and he has this whole like overarching side quest throughout the game, and it's just like you, you know, like I don't know, it's just like this funny side character that like he has a, a funny personality, and he's kind of a, a dick. Mm. Um, not to you, but he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a jerk for sure. <laughs> but, um, and I, I won't spoil that for you. I'm not going to give away that kind of stuff for, for these side quests, right. but, but just those characters that there's, you know, like in, in any other open world game, I, I've, I've just never seen it done that way. Yeah. And they, they make you care so much about that kind of stuff because they just make it interesting. I guess I don't. There's nothing to compare it to because I don't think any game's ever been on this level of, you know, making you care that much. Mm-hmm. And that just goes, you know, twofold for the the main characters that you're with, like most of the game. And it's just, yeah, it makes it that much more enjoyable for, like, like, like I was saying, for even when you're just going around a city or something like that, you see, you see that white cloud with a question mark in it and like there's somebody some stranger in there that needs help and you go in there and then and then they're just a part of your video game life for you know i i it's almost like they're a little storyline it's, like it's like building a community almost yeah and you like you actually know and care about yeah and with with how they i love how they do it because instead of like you know like oh here's this character and his side quest you know Go go do all of his quests right now. Mm-hmm. Like oh, just just go ahead and get done with that. It's it doesn't work like that. It they work like you know your typical rock star quests, like main quests. Where so like with that one one with the guy in the saloon, I met him. That was it. I did some story missions, 
and some side missions and stuff. And then he had a new quest. He had a quest open. And so I went and like I did his quest and it was like interesting. And then and then like the that quest or two was over then. And then you do some more story quests and stuff like that. And then, you know, 10 hours down the road, you have another quest for him. Mm. It just makes it so much more fun than like and more invested because you're like you're always like oh yeah this guy and then you finish that this quest you do, yeah <laughs> then you do, then you do a main quest and then um once you do that main quest then you know a different side character from you know two uh, story missions prior shows up and you're like yeah. oh yeah i forgot about that guy yeah. and like there's always it's just freshness in between all those main story missions and those side quests break up the main story in such a good way not to where you're like oh yeah what, what was going on again mm-hmm. but like to, it just complements everything else about it right and like yeah i i would say i don't know I, it's so hard maybe, to say. okay so then i guess real quick like i mean we'd that was a lot of good stuff about quests and story and stuff but on a scale of one to ten from all the games that you've played story quality Oh man, um, I know you still have a little more to do, but you have right. reached oh, a, right. a I, pinnacle, like an ending point. It's so hard because I want to give reasons for like, like right now. I I don't want to say it's a ten out of ten. Right. I want to say it's a ten out of ten. Okay. Though. So so the feels the feels you currently have right from yeah. putting forty fifty hours into it is a ten out of ten. Yeah, and like I mean, if it's not ten out of ten, it's nine out of ten. That's okay. it. That's it's it's. No less. Yeah. Well, in and that's where the yeah, that's uh, the information I was like looking forward to. Is like, it's just because it seems like with so much, I don't know. It just seems like from everything I've heard from everyone, it's just like nailing every category of the game. Yeah. So it, it's I'm like kind of almost like I want to like prod into some information about it as to like, well, did this fall short a little bit? Or did this fall short a little bit? Or did the story, you know? Well, I, 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 I think you should, like, if there are things Well, I mean, you think, I'm trying to think of any, but I, I mean, we haven't come across anything yet. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the thing. Like, there's, there hasn't been a thing, uh, hasn't really been a specific thing where I'm like, that could be better. Right. Which, I don't know. I, and like, I know there's, there are things that like, I've, I've thought of that, that, where like something could be better, but it's obviously nothing as big to that that sticks out in my mind. Otherwise, I'd be saying it right now. Right, and makes sense. And I think that's you know a a feat in itself Absolutely. of just like to where everything is such top quality that, um, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. But like yeah, it's, but anyways, as far as the characters, yeah, and the story, it's it's all really really good and. I know you haven't played the first Red Dead Redemption, and I'm curious no, to didn't. see. Oh, you did play the first. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption. but it's been a long time. Okay, ago. Like, um, I, you played all the way through. Like so long ago that I don't even remember if I okay. played all the way so through. So I'm curious then <laughs> you know, to like, like um, many moons, <laughs> so you, but you don't know how like it ends. I mean, I, don't, I mean, re- I don't remember how it ends. No. Okay. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah. To because um, like as. Because I like as beating the game uh, or read just the first Red Dead Redemption this year, and playing through Red Dead Redemption Two, the way that the story 
starts in Red Dead Redemption, and the way and um and that this game is a prequel. It comp. I don't know if someone who's never played Red Dead Redemption, like the first one, would think it's as good as someone who's played the first Dead Redemption, which I think is awesome. Dead Red is that what I said? No, he said dead, dead red, red, dead red redemption. He said dead redemption. Oh, okay, but but yeah, um, I just like I, but being someone who's played through Red Dead Redemption and then playing Red Dead Redemption Two, I feel like it to me amplifies the story in mm. such a positive way, and they knew exactly what they were doing, like going into it. Let's, I, it's just designed in a way to where you're like. I know. I guess there there's a point in the game where because you know of the happenings in Red Dead Redemption, that in the end or in the end of Red Dead Redemption two, you're like just on the edge of your seat the whole time, and you're just like 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 for ten hours. I'm like I'm, I'm just like ex, like almost anxiety stricken <laughs> because I'm just like because you're just like like what, what like where are they going with this? Yeah, like yeah. what is like like. I know, just like like, uh, yeah, and I and I know I'm gonna spoil something if I go too much further into right, it. Right, right. But and and you know we might have like some kind of spoiler cast or something or, down the road. That we yeah, talk about yeah. That, I mean, but, once you've completely beaten it, yeah, you can do a quick re- like not a quick review, <laughs> a yeah. review that includes story. Yeah, and like and it might yeah or something. Yeah, I agree. Um. So, but yeah. Um. Oh, man, I just I guess I just. Uh, I don't know what else to talk about without giving spoilers away, but I know right. I know there's more, more out there. Um, right. You know, I guess we could, uh, uh, as far as quests go, because we kind of were still on that topic, kind of give you guys like a, an idea for how some of like I I I call them mini quests because they're not really labeled, mm-hmm. but it's just like random happenings that have so much, um, I don't know, I guess heart that you wouldn't think. Like something like that would have, you know, like you have your typical Ubisoft, like random happenings where, like, you see, like in Far in Far Cry, you see like uh, a person who's being harassed by like the local like terrible militia people, <laughs> and you can, you know, you sh- mow them all down, and then they're like, oh, thank you, and they give you twenty bucks or something, and that's it. Like that's that's you have to do that kind of stuff to hundred percent the game, which is stupid in my opinion, but <laughs> but with this game. They give you, I don't know, I guess I, I guess I, I went in thinking that's what those quests were going to be like. Is that like, oh, yeah, this person needs help, I'll kill these, these bandits and then everything will be okay. Instead of that, let's say you do kill a whole bunch of bandits trying to save this person. Okay, you kill those bandits and then your characters, you can like, you know, use your character to like interact with the person and be like, well, why were those guys shooting at you anyways? And then it opens up this this backstory to this random person that you randomly ran into. And, you know, I, I'm sure it's not as random as I think, but I think that the way Rockstar designs it, they make you think that. Yeah. And it's so, it's so like good. Refreshing. Yeah, it really is. Because, yeah. like, it's, yeah. Um, like, one, uh, one of those quests, I think I was telling you about this. I was, I think I was in... Uh, Valentine or Rhodes or something like that. We went to one of the cities. And I was headed to an objective. Like, I, I was going to start a main mission. 
And I was walking in between these two buildings just because because oh, I needed to go over there and I'm not going to go all around to these buildings. So I was walking through these two buildings. There's like a gunsmith and then so, like some general store or something. And I hear this guy say, hey, mister, can you help me out? And you know, I'm looking around. I can't see. And he says, down here. And you look down and there's this guy in the basement <laughs> dressed up in a sailor outfit with a wig on. And your our, your character Arthur Morgan's like, son, what in the hell are you wearing? <laughs> and like, turns out that the gunsmith had kidnapped this, you know, this younger guy, or and he's probably like sixteen or seventeen or something. I don't yeah. know. They don't say. And he's like, he's like, this guy's crazy. He's he's like kidnapped me, and I can't get away. I'm chained to the wall. And so this little thing pops up in the corner. And it says, you can now rob the back room of uh this gunsmith and so i go in there and as soon as i walk in i you know i pull up my mask and i'm like all right well i'm just gonna i'm gonna save this kid that sounds like fun <laughs> and and so <laughs> i got <laughs> yeah so i pull out my gun and uh and the guy's like whoa and, and i was like and i tell him you know, give me all the money in the register and so i grab the money out of the register and then i point my gun at him again and this is a, something we'll talk about after this but is the the interaction with the character with the NPCs in the world, mm. but you like you know you hold down left trigger and you have like you know you use the four buttons uh, to say what you want to basically say what you want to say. It's mm. like the dialogue wheel basically, and there is an option to say um, I want to look in the basement. So your guy's like I want to see what's in that basement, and he's like oh there, there's nothing down there. My my son's sleeping down there right now, but but like it seems like a shame to wake him. So he like opens up his door to get into the basement and you go down there and like this guy's like, oh, thank you, mister. Thank you so much. And he's like, boy, you're, you're supposed to be sleeping. The gunsmith is saying this and and you're just like, like all confused. You're like, why is he like this guy's very convinced that this is his son. Yeah. And you're just like, this guy's a creep. And you're like kind of like I was thinking about like killing him and then freeing the kid. So what happens is I go up to the kid. And I like I shoot the chain off of his off his foot so he can escape and and the guy the the gunsmith starts just breaks down and he's like sobbing and he's like no please don't go and you're just like what is going on why is he like so crazy yeah. and then he starts telling this story of like why he kidnapped this kid and turns out he took his son out. Um, like however long before and he wanted to teach him how to shoot and the recoil on the gun that he was teaching his son how to shoot was too strong and they were by the river and the you know the son lost his footing fell into the river and drowned and the the gunsmith's going on but he's like i looked for my son for days and days and couldn't find him and when i when i saw this saw this boy he looked so much like him i just i just wanted him back so bad and turned into this really sad story of going from me thinking this guy's a weirdo, like dressing him up in the suit, but he just missed his son so much that he like kidnapped him. And I know it's a video game, but it, but the but, way but the, the like, and the voice acting was you have so much pity for this guy. And it is so just, just unexpected. Mm -hmm. It is so good. And like, I, I just, I felt really bad because like I completely robbed him and then I hear all this stuff and yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's really sad. Dang. And that is what I call a mini quest because yeah. those are, th those are the smaller quests that you'll play in the game. And like, it's like that heartfelt kind of stuff. And it's, oh, 
it's just really good. I, I and it's stuff I remember like you telling that, me that, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is yeah. like, but it's just like, but that's what I'm saying with good writing. Yep. Yeah. But everywhere there's good writing. And, it's the, and, uh, yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, it makes me to the extent I just had this thought. I want to find out who the um, the writers are. Yeah. And I want to look at what else they've done. Yeah. That's just a, from what just you've said. And, and I haven't see. even played it. And I get those sort of feels. And um, But one thought I had real quick before we change that subject is can you give money back to people you rob? Or can is there any back and forth currency or can you give money to anyone you know what i'm saying so like yeah let's say you felt super bad i don't it didn't give me the option at least the guy also like is on that one quest that i was just telling you telling you guys about he like he's melted at the end so like so like he he's just like just take whatever you want i don't even care anymore and he he's just given up on life at that point so there yeah. like there was no option to right. be like oh here's sorry bro here's your stuff back <laughs> like there was not like but there yeah. wasn't anything like that but you know there's certain things like you can give money to like beggars and stuff okay yeah um and like sometimes like like with uh, see and the, we're going to be talking a lot a lot of little things like this mm-hmm. um for this podcast it's it's going to be very jumbled but a good another good example of how they do their quests is like the, there's tons of times where you're going through a city and you'll see a bum or something you know some just guy who's just totally drunk and he'll be like hey you mind giving me some money and you know you'll give him 50 cents or a dollar or 25 cents or whatever and like he'll be like thanks and that's it. That that'll be the end of the interaction. And and you know, like you get, I, I think you get a little bit of your honor system because um, you have your honor bar and it goes up a little bit. But then you know, you do that like three or four times, and you see another guy, and you're like, sure, I'll, I'll give this guy some money too. I'm walking by, and and he'll be like, oh, um, if you're looking for a good time, I've heard that there's some uh, poker games going on up in the Gunsmith in Saint Denis, and so. And th- these are the ones that interest me a lot in Red Dead Redemption because with that specific quest that I did with the beggar, there are no markers at all when when you hear about these things. You have to take a mental note that he said in the gunsmith in Saint Denis, there's poker games above there. And you can go and rob that place. But if you forget that he says, like, oh, the gunsmith in Saint Denis, you're not going to know where to go. So like, yeah, so like I open up my map when he tells me that and I find the gun, the gunsmith I put a marker on there and you go there and you, you, um, it says you have to investigate and like find out what's like where it is and stuff like that. And eventually like you go into the gunsmith and there's this door in the back and you knock on it. And the whole time the guy in the front's kind of bickering at you to like get, get out from the back room and this guy slides open this this thing in this metal door, and he's like, "Get out of here!" and slams it closed. And then, that at that point, you only get a notification. You don't get a quest marker that you can rob the back room of that place. So you pull out your gun. <laughs> it's sad how long it took me to figure out that you had to pull out your gun to <laughs> to oh. rob a place. I was like trying to just interact with the with the guy <laughs> at the desk. I was like, "It's like I can only buy things. What's going on?" And then I'm like, "Oh well." I'll put on my mask and pull my gun out and see if that works. And so, sure enough, I pull out my gun and then the dialogue wheel changes when you pull out your gun. And like, it's, and so, and so like, you know, I robbed the cash register and then I, um, 
and tell him I want to go into the back room. A, a lot like the other one, but just, you know, but, but it's very cinematic in the way that like they're, it's, it's unique every time you do something like that. So like right. he, he goes to the back room and he, he knocks the guy at the front desk, knocks on the door and the guy opens it. He's like, Oh, it must be a slow night, huh? And, and he's like, yeah. And he, and so the guy behind the door opens it up and you're following right behind him. And then you smack the guy on the head that went through the door. And the guy who's on the other side of the door, you like point your gun at him and you're like, what's going on upstairs? And he just denies stuff. And then you like smack him around a bit. And then he tells you, He's like, all right, all right, fine. There's, um, there's a poker game going on upstairs, and so you go up to the top floor and you open it up, and this guy like looks over when you open the door, and um, and he like pulls his gun out, and then like I had a shotgun, so I like, blasted him away, and then the three guys who were playing poker at the table were like, whoa, and, like all freaking out, and um. And it's, and they're, they're like, all right, just, you know, just take the money. And so you go up there, you know, like you go to the poker table and you grab all the money and you can either make the choice to stay there and be like, I know there's more money in here. You better tell me where it is. I made the mistake of doing that my first time and got destroyed by the cops because I waited around too long. Oh, Cause, yeah. Cause like they they heard a disturbance, but they didn't know who I was. Yeah. So I died and I replayed it. And so like, I, I like as fast as I could once I on my second try, I asked them all, like, I know there's more money in here. I went around and they're like, there's nothing in here. Yeah. And um, and that's something that's cool, too. It, there's not always going to be more money. You, there's like a choice there where it's it's very organic where you can like just like grab the money and go or grab or maybe you should stick around and cut it close. But maybe it more money or maybe not. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, it'll be like a close like <laughs> uh, cut to the cops getting there and stuff right but yeah so like i took the money and i i you know went off on the roofs i jumped off the the top floor onto the roof um below me and just went out of like the wanted circle basically waited for that to go down but yeah it like stuff like that and it and these are just stuff that aren't even marked on the map right it's so cool see that sounds so good i okay so just makes me really excited to play, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask about, because I think we're, we're about there on time, is um, uh, is there any leveling up system for your character, for Arthur? Um, is there any leveling up system? And is it just your character, or does it break down? Is there any forms of armor leveling even though there's no armor or weapon leveling or that sort of thing there's no weapon leveling and stuff like that there is you can get your health better um uh and like your stamina and your dead eye that can go up the like the more certain things you do like if you're swimming a lot then your stamina will go up okay um stuff like that sick yeah and like i know like i think it's with like uh um like fist fights and stuff like that, your health will go up. Like, like cer- there's certain like strength things and like, like you know, stamina things that will get, well, that will get those things up. Mm-hmm. And there's, I found like these drinks that will actually boost your health level. Um, and it won't be like, let you know, you won't like level up like right away, but it adds a little experience points onto your, gotcha. onto leveling up your health again. But yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. But, but there's no attached. Okay. Then I guess one more question too. There's no attached perks to clothing or weapons. No. Um. The only kinds of perks that are attached to anything is 
I guess you could say like his upgrades, like his satchel and stuff. Like like when you like you are in in camp and you talk to a guy and he can upgrade things for you. But like though I don't really consider those perks. I guess they mm. are in a way, you know. But um, I would say the closest thing to that, as far as like attached to like certain pieces of something, is like your horse's saddle or the stirrups you have, which will you know either drain your horse's stamina core down um slower or or whatever gotcha so okay um, yeah i was just kind of curious about that i was kind of like the only other question that i had because i know if i feel as if there's a bit of a movement in games recent some recent games and in upcoming games i think of Sekiro specifically in my mind of um the um the level of your character and the uh, the whole leveling up system based around weapons and armor is becoming less and it's becoming more about like skills and things you can do and less about that. Yeah, and yeah, with with Red Dead Redemption too, like in order to, you know, like in order to get a better gun, you just have to buy a better gun. It's mm-hmm. not like you, and there are some upgrades for the guns, like mostly the gun like the stuff to do with the guns is customizing like like visual stuff like you can put engravings on there um like change it from like like get some like blued metal or you can use nickel or silver and there's like gold like you, and stuff like that um the only actual upgrades thing that i really saw for the guns was rifling you can get better rifling for like your barrel so like it's actually has you know like the the um spiral to make the bullet spin so i mean that was pretty cool but it's you know it's it's not but it's not like oh my gun is so much better now i i never really felt like certain guns were just out of the this world like better than other guns right i like it's just basically like what what you like better um i did think there was going to be more weapons not that it was like bad at mm-hmm. all because it wasn't but like i i don't know i guess i the and like uh, yeah i guess it, it's just it's still really good but i i'm hoping that maybe in down the road they'll add some more weapons and stuff like that no. um i i guess there are some of the other upgrades i guess for the guns is like you can get better sights which i personally like some of the original sights better it's just kind of personal preference right um and then like for your rifles, your bolt action rifles, you can get scopes and stuff. And I mean, I guess that's basically the only upgrade, but I didn't really like scopes. I, I, I like that. I'm happy about that. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm playing an MMO, I don't want to, I enjoy having less of that upgrading to worry about and more of just enjoying the game and the skills and the things that you can do and yeah. less about upgrading your character's level, I suppose. Yeah. But, but yeah, I um, know that. I know we're running out of time. But (laughs) one really quick thing, and try to make this quick. Um, Do you know much about the DLC and, uh, I guess, the topic of if someone is going to get this, would you get the standard game or would you spend the money to get the full gold version or or is it silver and gold or deluxe or I'm something like sure that? I'm not sure how it works for that. I haven't really I know there's three levels. It. Okay. Um, for Red I think one's yeah, okay. 59, 79, and then... Like who 90 or 100 something yeah. yeah um do you have any comments on that i don't think I, I i don't think there is any single player dlc at least not at the moment because 
I know that Grand Theft Auto didn't have any single-player DLC. All the stuff that they released post-launch for Grand Theft Auto V was um, online DLC, mm-hmm. which I think that's probably going to be the focus yeah. of of Red Dead Redemption. Uh, um, because you're like just post-launch. playing the standard version, right? Yeah, I'm just so, playing the standard version. And you version. aren't sitting there towards the end of the game saying, Dang it, I wish I got. No, no, okay. there was never so a that's, point. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to know. It's not like Assassin's Creed where, like, they give you, like, there's that quest they give you, but and you get there and they're like, oh, you have to have, in order to do this quest, you have to have this DLC. Right. Basically saying, oh, this is here if you want it. Like, like the, I feel like microtransactions were in that way way too much in your face. Like, they, yeah. they shouldn't be, like, they there shouldn't be a quest on your quest log that you can't do unless you have the DLC. It should show up there if you, if have, you have the have DLC. DLC. It's just, I, and you know, that's that's just Ubisoft. I, you know, I think they have good DLC options. Like like yeah. with Rainbow Six, I think that's some of the best DLCs like that that are around. But then they do stuff like that on Assassin's Creed. Um, trying to think Whoa. if there's anything else. Um, I know there there are tons of other things. Well, why don't we, if we come up with a substantial list, which I feel like might be a possibility of going even more in depth, we can have a part two of, yeah. of this podcast yeah, and, and this that video. That could be our spoiler cast too. So Yeah, where we um, kind of really dig into those sorts of things and you yeah. can listen to it or, or check it out on YouTube if you want. Which um, I do want to mention, um, all the podcasts are going to be available on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And you can check them out there. We'll be releasing our podcast every Sunday at noon. Um, if there's just a super hyped topic, uh, there's a possibility of releasing it um, earlier, you know, closer to release or closer yeah. to the impact of whatever that topic might be. Um, but for the most part, everything will be released on Sundays at noon. And um, all of our vodcasts and other videos, which we plan to start doing soon, will be course available on youtube and you can check those out and the uh uh the vodcast version of our podcast (laughs) (laughs) will uh will also be releasing on sundays at noon unless you know the hype is real yes and we are um on twitch and streaming will be happening soon but there will be links to all of those locations that i that i mentioned earlier and we are on twitter um, Facebook is gonna come very soon, but but Twitter's my our, our main source of communication right now too. If you want to get a hold of us for anything, you know there's something that we forgot to mention that you thought was important. We definitely want to hear that from from you guys. That's that's something we we want it to be very interactive. I know we're new, but that's that's something that that we both love with with Twitter and YouTube is just interacting with the community and. Um, even if, you know, you, you just have personal questions about something, like, just go ahead and send us a tweet. That's something we definitely want to talk about. Good and bad. doesn't have to be good stuff. Yeah. If there's something <laughs> that you, that we're doing that's super cringy and you think is terrible, Let us we know. will hear it. Regardless if we agree with you or not, that, that's something we want to hear. Absolutely. Um, one thing, really quick, I know we got to wrap up, but um, I know last week we talked about the DLC for... Rainbow Six Siege for the two new operators. Um, their their uh, gadgets were revealed um, a few days ago. Um, the Defender, uh, I think his name is Cade. 
he has basically a bandit charge that looks like an Elamine. That's uh, which is really cool because then you can put those on trap doors, which is the first time um, we've been able to do that. Bandit charges obviously can't go up on um, on reinforced hatches. They could add some really interesting dynamics to that game, as far as like just like you know like a, like Thatcher is going to be extremely powerful. I think now, and I, I think more than powerful, he's going to be necessary. You know, like if you have a bandit and uh, Cade with all with like you know the four bandit um, charges and then you know I it, it's not confirmed how many of these throwing electric things Cade has but I'm assuming it's about two or three mm-hmm. so that to me, that way bandit's still viable but um but you're definitely gonna have to have um a, a Thatcher for that and then the attacking operator it looks like um she has like a underbarrel attachment that like it's like a trap so you shoot these things like on a wall or something and if someone walks by it like shoots like this burst of air or something and and from what the trailer shows they're like flying back and and we might actually have a clip of of these things um, yeah. up when we're once the podcast is up on YouTube but yeah really interesting stuff i'm curious to see how she plays out with um, Cavier with her roaming abilities and just roamers in general. It'll really change it up. I'm really right. excited. Um, once my internet actually gets in at my house, I'm sure I'll be doing some streaming of that too. And we'll talk about that more. Yeah. But um, but yeah, other than that, um, if you like the video, like and like um, uh, and subscribe. If if you didn't like it, go ahead and give it a dislike. Yeah, but, and with the podcast and, as well. Um, yep. Same ratings are something that seem to help the world a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't like it, rate it badly. If you like it, rate it well. We we don't care really um, as much about bad publicity as just if somebody um, you know was here to listen and here to care. Uh, caring is what matters. Whether it's it's that you liked it or you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I was like we were saying, interaction is is really what we we want to go for at Fuzzle Gaming. We want to we want to you know talk with people about games like. Other, whatever platform we're using. But I think that is definitely all we have time for. I know, but, but um, there's most yeah, stuff we I, always talk about. But yeah, that, yeah, wraps, that and, wraps it up. Yeah, and like, you know, like like Jesse was saying, we might have a spoiler cast. And if I'm done with God of War by that time too, maybe we'll do a spoiler cast, like a 30-minute segment of God of War, 30-minute segment of Red Dead. Yeah, I want yeah. yeah, so, but yeah, um... I think that's it, but thanks everyone for stopping by. Hope you have a great week full of fun and games, and we will see you next time. Bye.